Welcome to the Holiday Decor Podcast, your source for the year-round celebration of holiday hope and seasonal cheer. To help you usher season's greetings into your home, here's your host, Ann McDonald. What do you do when you are bombarded with beautiful, well, maybe not so beautiful, but definitely sentimental and important DIY ornaments and, quote, handmade crafts from your kids? What do you do when you need to incorporate them into a beautiful, party-ready Christmas home? This is Ann McDonald, and I want to welcome you back to the Holiday Decor Podcast for 2023. We're going to tackle that topic right after a word from our sponsors. Are you taking advantage of our new social media accounts? We've created an Instagram page, a YouTube channel, and a Facebook business page just for you, our listeners. So make sure that you are following us first on Instagram at Holiday Decor School. That's right. The handle on Instagram is Holiday Decor School. The next one is our YouTube channel. Are you following us on YouTube? We have a YouTube channel that we created just for you. It's the Holiday Decor Training Institute YouTube channel, and we'll go ahead and link it in our show notes. We want to make sure that you are subscribed to that channel because we are adding videos and reels daily. And finally, we have a Facebook page that we designed just for you. If you are a Facebook fan, you can find us over on the Holiday Decor School page with the URL facebook.com slash page slash holiday decor school. We look forward to your likes, your follows, and your shares. Let's make sure that all of us have a great, happy, healthy, and joyous holiday season. And we'll see you over on our social media platforms. need a little help with a couple of small things here and there for your holiday decor? If so, I want to recommend our Tinsel Time Workshops. These are short, bite-sized workshops that you can take advantage of to learn about mantelpieces, how to make fabulous custom pine cones, and all sorts of goodies, specifically the types that we share in our Tinsel Time features. I invite you to go over and visit www.holidaydecorhome.com. Make sure you're on the email list so you don't miss an upcoming Tinsel Time Workshop. Welcome to the 2023 Holiday Decor Podcast. My name is Ann McDonald and I love today's topic. Today we're going to talk about all of those beautiful, quote, family heirlooms. No, not the kind you get from Grandma and Aunt Susan. I'm talking about the family heirlooms, the Christmas ornaments that your kids, your grandkids, maybe your nieces and nephews, your godchildren, all of these youngsters have given to you over the years, maybe over the decades and the generations, that you actually should and need to incorporate into your beautiful holiday home. How are we going to do that? Well, that's the topic of today's podcast episode. 
So if you are new to the Holiday Decor Podcast, I want to welcome you. This is a place where we tackle all of those super fun things and some of the hard things that we have to deal with during the holiday season. I am a luxury interior designer, holiday decorator, and manufacturer by trade. And I saw that there was a strong need, a vacuum, if you will, in the holiday decor vortex, where we just needed a place where we could learn things and encourage people, especially during this time of the year. So let's tackle it. What do we do with those beautiful well, again, maybe not so beautiful, kids DIY Christmas ornaments. So here's what I want to start with. How many of you know it's important for our children, our grandchildren, our godchildren to know that we value what they create? So we don't want to just take those ornaments and push them off to the side family room or down in the basement in like a box or the quote kids Christmas tree. We're going to talk about kids Christmas trees in another episode, but in this episode, I specifically want to give you concrete tips that you can use to sort, organize, and display all of those DIY quote family heirloom DIY Christmas ornaments and projects. All right, so let's just agree on one thing. These really are worthy to be displayed. It's important that family members, that kids know that we value what they create. But the truth is there's a flip side to this coin. Have you ever been in a situation where it really does matter that you have a party ready, elegant holiday home? Maybe this season you're hosting the local ladies luncheon. Maybe this season you're hosting a formal corporate gathering. Maybe this season you're hosting a philanthropic event. And while it's important to make sure that your house looks great, you don't want to completely clear your home of all things personal. So what do we do? Well, I want you to write down these three tips. The first thing is I want you to understand the importance of DIY ornaments. All of those things that your kids have made over the years, your grandkids have made over the years, they actually remember making them. I remember I made this paper towel holder, paper mache angel. It was horrible. And I made it in Girl Scouts. But I let me tell you something. Every year, that angel made it on to the mantle in the living room. And it blessed me. It made me feel important, even as a little girl. When my mom and dad passed over 20 years ago, guess what was one of the most important things that I wanted to take from their estate? It wasn't like all the big fancy stuff. It was actually really important to me that I found that little paper towel holder, paper mache angel. So how do we do this? The first thing is we actually have to understand that these things are important. Okay. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to take all of the DIY ornaments and we're going to start to organize, organize them by type and by color, if possible. 
And I want to give you a quick teaser and, and you'll have some opportunities to see these things in the show notes. But what I want you to do is to imagine that you're not going to use all of these ornaments on a tree. We're going to talk about that in another episode. What we are going to do with these DIY ornaments in this episode is incorporate them into centerpieces and mantelpieces, much like my mother and father did when I was growing up. Now, here's what you have to understand. I was the youngest of five kids, so you can imagine how many DIY ornaments there were. There were a lot. In fact, I remember making ornaments for the dogs, the kittens, and it was just like this cacophony of DIY. Well, I don't want to use the word crap, but it was it was a lot of, uh, let's just call it sentimental decor. How's that? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take all of the DIY ornaments that you have that should be displayed this season, and I want you to separate them into categories, colors, and types. Okay, say that with me. Categories, colors, and types, right? Now, if you're anything like like I am, I have little things from like the church Christmas fairs, you know, where we've got these Polaroid pictures and, you know, toothpick made frames and things like that. So that's one type. Then I also have like the little nativity crafts and the foam crafts. They're not ornaments, but they're like little display type things. That's another type. And then I have a third type, which are actual ornaments that they made to hang on the Christmas tree. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to think about what are the categories, right? What are the colors of these things? And then what are the types? And we want to put all the types together in one place. Okay. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to separate by color. Okay. You really, when you are working DIY ornaments together to make a really beautiful centerpiece, I want you to think in terms of consistency of color. Now you can always fill in with other things, but I want you to think in terms of creating a beautiful basket with a small three to four foot garland that's kind of scrunched up that works with your holiday decor. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take those different categories of DIY ornaments and you're going to fit them together in those baskets with the small garland kind of draping in and then draping out the other sides. Now, nobody worry. We've got pictures for you in the show notes, but I want you to keep, keep listening before you go to the show notes on this one. Why? Because it's very important that the way that you use these and the way that you create these, it might actually be more important to your family and to your kids and to your grandkids if you do this with them rather than just doing this like on your own and then just bringing it to them as a display. Here's what we found with a lot of our clients. When our clients get a hold of this, they then start to see, oh my goodness, I have these collections. And with a little bit of framing, framing in, in the sense of maybe a base garland that you've got in your home or some base ribbons or some base colors, 
all of a sudden, these DIY ornaments that don't really work on your tree for that party-ready house, or they, you don't really want to hide them in the basement um, on some you know little display table, you actually want them to be front and center so that they know that they are valuable, right? The, the kids, the grandkids, the godchildren, they know that they're valuable. It, it's this process of taking what you already have and then displaying it and framing it in such a way that it works with your overall color story of your holiday home. Now, we're going to take a quick break for our tinsel time feature, but when we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of DIY ornament ideas that you can use to actually fill out these collections so they don't look like a mouth with a bunch of missing teeth. We'll be right back after our Tinsel Time feature. Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week just for fun. Want a holiday decor look that's sure to impress? Create custom wrapping and tissue paper that matches your existing home decor fabrics. Look to your drapery, furniture, and accent pillows for inspiration. Add in a simple holiday twist like a holly berry or snowflake, so it speaks of the holiday season. Anne loves to use custom wrapping on large-scale faux presents beneath Christmas trees as a dramatic statement. Wrap your hostess gifts in your custom creations for an extra special treat. Fancy and fabulous, this intentional couture touch is sure to make lasting memories. See a few pictures in the show notes at HolidayDecorHome.com. So in this first official episode of our 2023 Holiday Decor Podcast, I was trying to think about what topic would really set our hearts on fire in a good way. And it just occurred to me that, you know, we all have these DIY ornaments, these crafts and these things, either from our godchildren, our children, or our grandchildren. Maybe we even have them from our youth, like my little paper mache angel. There's got to be a way that we can actually incorporate these into our family Christmas homes, even if we are hosting a super fancy pants party this season, or we're hosting the local philanthropic causes. Even if our house has to be completely party ready, there is still an elegant way to display and to frame these DIY ornaments. So one of the things I shared with you earlier is to make sure that you separate them by category, color, and type, right? Now you can have all different types. You can have pictures, you can have little craft items, you can have little hand-painted nativity scenes, you can have, you know, snowflakes made out of toothpicks, you can have ornaments, you can have foam crafts. So what you want to do to elegantly work with these is to actually separate them into categories colors and types. Okay. What do I mean by categories? Well, categories and types, let's unpack that for a minute before I get into how you can actually bring new stuff in new DIY things to actually tie the whole thing together. All right. What's a category when I'm talking about DIY kids, Christmas ornaments? Well, very simply, a category would be a craft item that's maybe a picture or a frame or a wreath that they've made that, that is different than a piece of foam art. Okay, so categories and types. You can kind of put those two together if you want, but what I find is that I end up with three piles of stuff. 
I have a bunch of categories. I have some big things, some small things. I'm like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do with this like oversized countdown calendar that the kids made in like church camp, you know, 25 years ago. So that's one category. Then I've got a whole nother category of these little uh, pictures that they took, uh, probably again at Sunday school or church camp, and they're little framed and they're kind of discolored now. Well, that's another type of category. Now, types, I think, in terms of materials. So is it a foam piece? Is it a wood craft ornament? Is it an image? Is it something that is an ornament that they painted? Okay. Then what I do is I look for similarities in color. Now, if you haven't already, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to one of our previous episodes from a couple seasons ago, where we talk about creating a holiday home color story. It was actually a training I did for a group of professional holiday designers, but you can go listen to that afterwards. What I'm looking for right now is for you to think in terms of color for your holiday home. And you want to think of a unifying color that you can use to bring all of these ornaments together. Now, the three types that I like to put together, or the three ways that I like to put all these DIY ornaments together are the following. First, I like to frame things in those boxes, those shadow boxes that you can get from like Aaron Brothers Art Mart or Michael's Craft Stores, where you can literally just put a bunch of the DIY ornaments together inside of a deep frame and display them on a picture frame stand. And again, I will share with you pictures in the show notes. That's one way. And what I love about that is that you can actually put them on low bookcases. So your grandchildren come in or your children come in and it looks like their DIY creations are actually sculptural art being displayed on your bookcases. That's number one. Number two is what I described earlier. It's where you get a basket and you get a small three or four foot garland. You can use one of the garlands in the links in our show notes, or you can go to Michael's Crafts or Amazon.com even. And you basically arrange and scrunch up a garland. And then you take similarly colored ornaments and you place them together inside of the garland and you make like a centerpiece display. Now, I love using these on entry hall tables. They are so fun. Why? Because they spark interest. You can add sparkly white lights. And as soon as the kids come in, they're like, oh my gosh, that's my ornament. And then they can peek around and they can look and it just sparks the excitement right away. Right? That's the second type. Now, the third type we're actually going to talk about in another episode where we actually share tips on how to create a beautiful family DIY ornament Christmas tree. I've got some fun tips on that as well. All right, so now, and how do we actually create new DIY ornaments, maybe with purpose, right? How do we create these so that they actually tie collections together? So one of the coolest things about all of the craft stores that we have access to now, right? We've got all these different places we can go is that you can actually get themed or different, you know, the, the same types of wood ornaments. Now, not everybody's going to love this one. So I, here's my disclaimer. 
If you're like, Anne, do not bring paint and glitter into my house. <laughs> Maybe you should plug your ears on this one. <laughs> but for, especially for kids, I really like the hands-on interactive piece. And the truth is life goes so fast. You know, the, the memories of creating together far outweigh a little bit of mess in the creation process. Okay. So one of my favorite tips, I just want to lean in on this for you, for unifying, if you've got a, you know, a cacophony of mismatched colors and random types of ornaments, you're like, Anne, there is no way this is going to look good. This is the tip for you. So head on over to your local craft store, give yourself a hundred bucks to spend on this stuff and buy a whole bunch of these little wooden ornaments, just the raw balsam wood ornaments. Get some paint colors that work with your overarching holiday decor style. Lay them out and set the kids to go. What happens is because you've got a unifying type, you've got all these balsam wood ornaments, whether they're reindeer or little ornament shapes or Christmas trees or snowflakes or stars or whatever it is, or little Santas, whatever it is, you've got a unifying type. Then you have the kids paint them with colors that work with your overall maybe more fancy holiday home story. Then when you create these arrangements, you take these consistent new DIY ornaments and you put them in. And that's the kicker. That will literally unify the entire design. How fun would it be to spend a day working on your holiday home design? What would it be like if you could actually create a storyline and a color story for your holiday home? Well, we have an opportunity for you that is new this year called Holiday Decor Live. My team and I have an entire day set aside where you can come in and out and workshop with us and learn how we create fabulous, beautiful, stress-free holiday homes. We'll be sharing with you our happy holiday decorator system and the same process that we train our professional and certified holiday designers in. You can find out more information about the upcoming Holiday Decor Live Masterclass on our website at www.holidaydecorhome.com. Don't miss this one, friends. On January 1st, you're going to be sad if you missed this year's Holiday Decor Live. We have a seat with your name on it. Again, you can find out more information at holidaydecorhome.com. All right. I hope that this is helpful. I'm, my, my heart on this is to really encourage you. You know, when I first, first started doing like fans, I call it fancy pants, holiday decor, there was no DIY ornament insight in any of my clients' homes. Like I, it was very important that we created a look and we were doing a lot of homes that were very formal and very fancy. 
But over the years, I've really started to soften and understand and see that while I love a spectacular and perfect holiday home, there is such life and such movement and such hope for the future when we incorporate these handmade DIY ornaments from our kids and from our grandkids and from our godchildren and maybe even from our youth into our holiday homes. And I want to give you one more tip before we end this episode. You know, not every ornament has to be put out for every season. That's right. Not every ornament has to be put out for every season especially with the DIY ones. So the more special you make the ones that you have, just make sure that you don't favor one child over another or one grandchild over another or one godchild over another. Make sure that you've got a balanced collection of all the ones that you're thinking about displaying. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about next week. This is Ann McDonald signing off for the first episode of 2023. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit HolidayDecorHome.com.